Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk with you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. Appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to Strange Brew. And if you don't live here in Starkville or in uh, Tupelo, they can make it easy for you. They'll ship right to your door. Just go to the website and order it, and you can be enjoying Strange Brew Coffee every morning. What better way to start off a holiday morning than with a beautiful steaming hot cup of coffee from Strange Brew Coffee House? StrangeBrewCoffeeHouse.MyShopify.com. That's the place to go. Head there. You can order. And not not just uh, coffee, but, of course, a lot of the great mugs and coffee-related equipment. And if you just want to do a gift card, they've got you taken care of there, too. Same with College Corner. CollegeCornerStore.com. That's the place to shop this holiday season when you're looking for maroon and white merchandise for your family. And don't forget, we're just, uh, you know, gosh, not, not what, two weeks away from Black Friday, something like that. Always great specials on Black Friday at College Corner in their two locations and online. So make sure you're keeping an eye out for those. I'll tweet them out as I get them. And whatever you're looking for maroon and white this holiday season, get it at College Corner. Humble Taco, Starville's newest and best Mexican restaurant. Mexican fare with Mississippi roots. A Mexican restaurant like you've never had before. It's not the old standby there. It's not the uh, the fajita plate and, and, you know, the extra beans, Robbie. Beans. I want more beans. More beans, please. Can I ask more beans? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's not that at, at Humble Taco. It's stuff you've never had. It's your favorite Southern classics turned into Mexican favorites. Check them out next time you're in Starkville, or if you're here in Starkville all the time, make sure you're heading to Humble Taco as often as you can. Firehouse Subs wants to remind you that when it comes to lunch, they are the place to be here in Starkville, and also in Oxford, Columbus, Tupelo, Flowood, and Madison, and they make it easy for you. Just use the Firehouse Subs app. Download the free app. Get your order in. Get out of there quickly and pick up rewards. You'll be eating free sandwiches before you know it. Great stuff there, obviously. The hook and ladder, the club, the meatball, all favorites of me and Robbie's. We're there all the time. Check them out at Firehouse Subs. All right. It's Rumblings Day. I want to give a round of applause to our listeners. You guys did it. Excellent job. Outstanding work. Some of you didn't, and your questions will be skipped today. But I'm telling you, going forward, I think we I think we got it figured out, guys. I think we've finally done it. So I'm, I'm proud of y'all. Let's get right into it. Steven asks, how did the conversation between Mullen and Hevesy go Monday night? Now, I know what you're asking for here, Steven. And as great as a co-host Robbie as he is, he's not the man to pull this off. But don't worry. I have reached out to the one and only, the legendary Bob Carskadden. We are going to try to put together one last Dan and John segment for you guys. So we're going to do that very soon. And when that happens, we'll air it on this show. But I will say this. this is, I love a good rumor. I heard it didn't go well. You heard? I heard. I'm heard, sure it did. Heard there may have been some, uh, there may have been an altercation. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, would John you like to tell John Hevesy that he's fired? I wouldn't tell John Hevesy that the pizza's going to be late. All right, let alone that he's fired. I mean, remember that time he wanted he confronted you for your. T- well, all right, now confronted is a is a. It, he wanted to know who he, was no, doing. It's not the, like he 
push me up against the wall and like talk. Well, he came in there and said, "All right, who's making the?" Uh, He's like, "He impressions. wanted." Yeah, I was set up by one Kyle Niblett that day. Oh my god! Set up for failure, I might say. So, all right, Patton Paris went and saw Eternals last weekend and was quite disappointed. Disappointed. What is the movie you looked forward to seeing that bombed? In your opinion, we talked about this, I think, last week. For me, it was Batman versus Superman. That's just an easy blockbuster movie, and it was not good. I heard this was really bad. Eternals. Yeah. I, I think it's because Marvel's doing a lot of these movies now of characters. Like, I don't know who... You I, don't know who they I are. I don't know who they are. I don't know who the Eternals are. I am not a diehard enough Marvel or even comic book fan to know who these people are. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just... I'm not interested in this show. I, yeah. I was going to watch it, but I'm, now I'm seeing everybody say it sucked. Yeah. I don't know if is I it on? Is it, it just in theaters or is it yeah, on it's Disney Plus? Yeah, it's in theaters. It's not on Disney Plus? Mm-mm. Well, then, yeah, I'm, I'm, they're not going to get that from me. Uh, the Last Jedi is another one, but I had bad expectations of that coming in. You know, I don't really... I, I'm not I'm not one of those people that, you know, just gets really invested in something and then, mm-hmm. like, these movies, and then just gets really mad about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I kind of take it, you know, for what it is. Right. It's like we talked about the other day. Like a lot of people were crapping on Many Saints of Newark. And yeah, I, I just don't. I, it's not. The, it's not the reviews. It, it was that this was one where I had high hopes and and it went down. Yeah, I, I basically walked into the theater. Spoiler alert! It's coming. If you haven't seen this, if you haven't, don't watch it. But I walked in. I was like, if I have to watch Luke Skywalker die today, I'm not going to be happy. And so, that's what happened. So you didn't like Last Jedi? No. I thought it was okay. No. I liked it. I did not. I didn't go see Rise of Skywalker. See, I, I liked. I liked both. Like I'm out. Uh, that's why the I whole, the whole new one. Disney thing now, like, I don't know how excited I am to go to that. Like, I'd like to see the Millennium Falcon. I'm sure it's very cool. Very cool. There's That's a very they, cool they, thing. They push the new stuff on. They do. Um, I, I don't care about that. I care about Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker. The ride the ride is all new stuff. Yeah, I don't care about the Resistance. Yeah, the Resistance the is, order, the first but it's a really cool experience. I'm sure it is. You I, know, I, like, I don't doubt that it is. But You get to go, you get to go like, on... The ship, yeah, and you come in there, and you know, like, yeah, it's just it, it'd be cool to see. It's not like a thing where you sit in a roller coaster and ride; like right, it's right, an right. actual it's experience. A, yeah, yeah, I, I got you. But yeah, Millennium Falcon stuff like that. I mean, you would really enjoy the, the area. I think I would, but at the same time, I'd be like, it could be cooler. But there's there's some stuff there too that's old stuff as okay. well. But okay. well, until it's less than you know the price of a new car to go for a family. Of that's four. true. I'm not going to worry You're about it. You're absolutely correct. Cason Coleman asked, do we finish strong in recruiting, or is this another dreadful signing day for dog fans? All indications are that this should be a, a fruitful signing day in December for Mississippi State. It should. I'm, I'm crossing my fingers for State. It's, I mean, you still got another month. It feels like it's a century away, mm-hmm. but it's in reality, it's a, it's a month away. Mm-hmm. Mississippi State has a chance to close strong here. They have some pieces in place. It's all about finishing, and I think a lot of that is showing it on the field. You mm-hmm. continue to show improvement on the field, I think that's going to go a long way. But there, there are definitely pieces there to finish strong. Mississippi State just has to do it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. As long as they keep winning, <clears throat> they get two out of these final three, they're going to be just fine. Come up. I mean, you get if you get like half of the guys that are out there right now that you think you can get, mm-hmm. or even a little bit more than half, mm-hmm. You got to feel great. I mean, about if you end class. up with Blanton, Trevion Williams, Marquez Dorch, and you know, pick somebody else, Trent Ramsey. Yeah, I mean that's with what you already have. That's a solid class. Yeah, you'll take that. And, all day. and there, there's more to it even then. So yep. Uh, and then you have transfer portal too, which I think could be, be good huge. for Mississippi State it's as be well. Huge this year, uh, the drill field wants to know the, the actual field. Ask this question. 
What will it take for people to finally fill up the hump for their men's game? I mean, it, it, it's simple as winning, isn't it? That and people just deciding to. I think so, that's, the, I think that's the, the biggest thing to me is people just saying, you know what, I'm going to give this team a chance. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit at home and wait for them to win 10 straight games because I feel like that's the mindset right now of this fan base. Not everybody, but a lot of this fan base is like, State's got to go on this huge winning streak to yeah. get people. And then when they lose one game, everybody just falls right off. Right. Like, you're going to have to stick with this team and decide, I'm going to get invested in this ball team and I'm going to go support them and things like that. It's really on the fans to me. I, so, I think it is. So, State plays 14 games before January the 8th. I'll get to what that is in a second. You probably already know, though. So, they play 14 games. 12 non-conference, and they have the first two conference games of the season. They have Arkansas at home, and then they're at Missouri. Well, that Arkansas game's big. It's big. You have a chance to have a huge crowd at that. That's a Wednesday 8 o'clock game, so you actually probably don't have a chance for a huge crowd. Well, I mean, you should. There shouldn't be any excuse. Oh, you should? Well, I can give you a bunch of excuses. It's December the 29th, Wednesday, so there's no school. Well, that's not going to bother... Other programs like Arkansas, Alabama, people like that. I mean, I'm not, disagree- State fans I'm not disagreeing to- with you. I'm not. It's a 10,000-seat arena. We're not talking about filling up 100,000 seats. I, well, I've been saying that this whole time that this has been happening, that there are enough fans within an hour drive of Starkville to put 6,000 people in there every night. Yeah. But regardless. And I'm not talking about the – you know, so, a lot of people come in there like, well, we're from Jackson. I'm not talking about those people. That yeah. It's tougher for those people right. to get here. I understand But from, from Starkville, Columbus, Tupelo, in that area. Yes. Yeah. But that's it. All right. So let's just say State's 12-2 and two in these 14 games, right? January the 8th, a Saturday, 7.30 tip, they traveled to Oxford. Mm-hmm. Now, the last, I think, four years, State has lost the first game of the year to Ole Miss. They always win the second game for whatever reason. And not only do they lose, but they look bad in losing. Yeah. Ole Miss rolls out that 1-3-1, and it's like State's never seen it before. And then and they'll look great in, in the winning. rematch. Yeah. Right. State has to win that game. If you win that game... Then the next Saturday, you have a Wednesday home game against Georgia. The next Saturday, January the 15th, 5 o'clock, you play Alabama at home. If you beat Ole Miss, if you're 12-2 and two or 11-3, and three, you beat Ole Miss to go to 12-3, and three, you will have a close-to-packed house on the 15th. Yeah. I, I want to see people show up I do too. Earlier, I miss it. You know? I miss it. I, you know what's funny is I don't think there can be record crowds at the hump anymore because the media is taking up two of the sections now. That's going to be a problem. That That is going to be a problem. There's going to be a game where people want to pack the place out, mm-hmm. and we're going to be sitting up there in two sections. And there's sections. 10 people of us be, taking up a couple hundred I mean, seats. people are going to be blaming us for it. That's not our fault. Not I, our fault. I don't understand it. I, I don't. I don't. I don't, I've, I don't asked, I've asked, and I haven't got a good answer. Uh, I, we're, so it's, you know, as we're recording this, it's 11 a.m. on a uh, Tuesday morning. We are doing a preview. We're doing some college basketball talk today on Sports Talk. I wanted to look all this up because I know Richard Cross is going to ask that exact same question. Do you expect crowds this year at the hump? Yeah. That's that's the formula for me. Uh, but, but, yeah, like you, you shouldn't have to wait until they go on a long winning streak or something. Like right. fans just need to decide they're going to support basketball. So let's let's look at the home. I mean, the home schedule. Like, I don't expect a big crowd tomorrow night or tonight as you're listening. It's North Alabama. No, uh, but – I. You know, it'd, it'd be nice to see 5,000, yeah. 6,000. Saturday night, 6 o'clock, no home game against Montana. Probably not a big crowd. Then they play again on Wednesday of next week. 
November 21st. That's a home game weekend, but it's the worst home game weekend against more. I mean, I just don't know. And then they go to the Bahamas. If they come out of that trip to the Bahamas in really good shape, like say they win the tournament. When they play Lamar on Thursday, you got a chance for a big crowd there yeah. on the second. And then the, the game, uh, the Sunday the 5th against Minnesota is interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's all on the team, though. They have to win. They have to, but again, I mean, I just go back to the fact that, you know, we keep putting all this on the team. Yeah. It's up to the fans, too. You you can't just say, well, the team needs to win first. Yeah. The fans have to invest, too. Yeah, I that's agree. How, that, that's what Dan Mullen did at Mississippi State. He I brought agree. the fans before he did anything. I agree. All right. Let's move on here to, uh, sorry, Jackson, uh, Mashburn, we have to skip your question. It's not locked. It's a good question, though. You're at, you're you're actually going to skip people's questions if it's not locked. I I, said, I said, told people what they had to do. I'm not I'm not going to reward. Now wait a second. I can't if I'm tweeting from TweetDeck. I can't lock my tweet. Figure so it if out. Somebody F I O. Figure it out. Everybody else figured it out. I I don't like this rule. If if nobody comments way. on it, it's then the it should be free game. It should I'm just be. telling you. This is this is we we start. Letting, this is the first. Can you can you just can you just let people fly this week, and then next week you can you can put the stamp down. All right then. This week, Robbie Falk, just say this has week softened my heart. I, I'm I I feel like you need we need a little yin and yang here. All right. You I know what? Like this we week to, only. Just this. week. I'm just telling you that if we if we do this, we're like okay. You you don't have it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna slide back. We got we got to be strict. But this week only. Because Robbie, everybody say thank you to Robbie. That's right. All right. What if wrestling is real and we're fake? You know that, that's a common. Uh, I, I think I think there's there's a lot of truth into that. I really do. I I feel like you know wrestling, in many ways, models life, and I look at our life, and you and I, I feel like we're are, are, are real. Folks, you know, we, 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 everything we do comes from the heart, but a lot of our society has become tainted. Mm-hmm. It's become fake. Yeah. Wrestling's always there. Yeah. Wrestling's always pure. Mm-hmm. Wrestling Plus, we could just be living in a simulation. So that's possible too. So. I, uh, I feel like we are. I feel like there we're, are times. There are times. Right now, we are monkeys in a cage. We are pole assassins, monkeys. <laughs> okay. And the government. I've never- I never government bit, man. Never the government is pole assassin. I've never bitten a child, so the government is pole assassin. Broken Fairchild, have you ever bought a vintage toy off eBay so your kids can unwrap the same toy you did you were when you were a kid? All right, I had two girls, so I didn't try doing this. Mm-hmm. It never really occurred to me. But what a fantastic idea to try to relive that moment. I like that. Would you do something like that with Natty? Uh, I'm trying to think what she would like. You know, I've get she's she's started to watch Rugrats, which is something I watched when I was a kid. That's been fun to watch. That she, you know she enjoys that. Um, so you know that I, that's not a toy, but it's it's something vintage. Um, I'm I don't really know what of mine she would really enjoy. I don't remember what I played with when I was three. That's the problem being a boy. Being a, a guy and and you have daughters, it's like I don't think my kids get fired up for He Man, you know. So, uh, also from from Broken Fairchild, who are the top three most athletic wrestlers of all time? Most athletic, Shelton Benjamin should be on this. Shelton list. Benjamin, yeah. I mean, 
An underrated guy is Matt Seidel. Very good. Evan, Evan Bourne. You want to know another one? Randy Savage. He was, was really. I mean, athletic. the guy was a, almost a major league baseball player. Um, Shawn Michaels is up there. Shawn Michaels would be up there for sure. Um, Kurt to, Angle could. Would you Kurt, put Kurt Angle? Angle okay, in there? no, no, no. Of course, got got one a gold medal. Yes, Kurt Kurt Angle, Shelton Benjamin, and uh, Randy Savage is a good top three for me. I would go Shawn Michaels over Randy Savage. Savage nearly made the majors, Athl- but I'm talking about just athletic, you know, just uh, okay. ability. Okay. Casey Coleman, what is y'all's favorite SEC uh, stadium trip other than Mississippi State? Some friends and I are looking to make an away game trip next year. So of of the th- four games State has next year, Alabama, Ole Miss, LSU, Kentucky. I know you haven't been to LSU, but that's the easy. Never been to Kentucky you. either. Have you but not been? It, Kentucky's a fun trip. Lexington's a cool town. The stadium is cool. Um, LSU would be would be the one that I want to see because I still have not covered it's them. Tiger Stadium. It's super loud. The food is fantastic. The nightlife is great. I would suggest going to LSU. Uh, Tanner Jackson wants to know what question. What kind of bear is best? Um, black bear. Well, that's the answer on the show, but that's not my answer. Black bears are. By and large, from what I understand, they're they're fairly tame, right? They're as not, tame as a bear can be, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like a brown bear will just come up to you and just rip your face yeah. off. Uh, a black bear, I think, is more to itself. You know, when I think of a black bear, I think of the Smoky Mountains. Mm-hmm. You know, they might rustle through your trash or something. Right. Like a brown bear, you have to like play dead or it's going to r- grab your head and pull it off your shoulders. Correct. I'm going to go polar bear. Okay. I say polar bear because they straddle the fine line between, oh, that's adorable, and apex predator. All right? I mean, they, they will literally kill you, but you but you see them, and you're like, oh, they're so beautiful. Yeah. So I'm going polar bear. They look really sad now that, like, you know, like the, the glaciers are melting Yeah, and you and see them on, like, the thing by themselves. Yeah, and, you know, it like... My, it breaks my heart. You know, they don't have the, the full fur that they usually have. Yeah. Like, they look... They, they look, look really sad. They look rough. Uh, let's see here. Justin Strawn has uh, some questions, a bunch of questions here for us. We'll pick a couple of them out here. Should Mike Leach become like that Arkansas football coach that never kicked or punted and always went for two-point conversions and someone can seem to agree with Leach's comments about the kicker? That guy is now the head coach at Presbyterian College. Yeah, Kevin Kelly. Know, I'm kind of surprised he didn't go for it more last week. I think if he had had... Five more seconds, he would have thrown another pass. Yeah, and and if, if that's a, if that's a thirty-yard field goal, I feel significantly better. Yeah, um, but I still would not feel safe with with Nolan McCord out there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I, I think he uh, he even said it on Monday. He just he uh, he's probably just going to start going for it some more. <laughs> yeah, which uh, is surprising. The Mississippi State's like. One of the last teams in the country in fourth downs, and that's that's really not his style. Mm-hmm. In the past, he's been a guy that that goes for it a lot more. Yeah. Um, there's a thing going around Mississippi State Twitter saying feels like '96. While I get that idea, I have a hard time getting those same vibes. That '96 team was preseason top ten and underachieved in the season before putting it all together late. What are y'all's thoughts? Does it feel like '96 to either of you? I wish it feels like '96. I turned 21 that year. Um, I think 
I found a, I actually found a picture of myself at my birthday party wearing a, a Mississippi State Darrell Wilson jersey. This team doesn't feel like 96 at all. And for those reasons, that team was preseason top 10. This team, I've seen some bracketology and stuff. There are people talking about the you know eighth, ninth in the SEC. Joe Lenardi had them on the first four out. So there's obviously not the same expectation level for this team that we had in 96. But that being said, I think this can be a good basketball team. I, I guess agree. we need to do like it's gonna be weird because tomorrow there's actually a game, so we'll have to do. We'll I got, we may have to have future Brian make his first appearance. Yeah, but that said, we should preview basket. We should give like a real basketball preview, even though it's gonna be sort of weird because there'll be a game have I've already been played. Yeah, unless you posted the thing before the game. If okay. you did it Wednesday so before we'd like, the game, like go ahead and just put it up right. Go ahead after and put it up and just talk about. Are you the able to? Program. Are you able to do a show tomorrow afternoon? I think we can make it that. All happen. All right, we'll yeah. make it happen. Okay, okay. So, so tomorrow, a little bonus thunder and lightning. In the I'll afternoon. see. I'll see. I got. I got to check my schedule because I got a couple of baseball right, signings. We'll, we'll to figure it out. We'll figure it out. That's right. It's tomorrow national signing day it for spring baseball, sports. women's basketball, bat, men's, men's basketball. basketball. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right, we'll move on here. Um, Izzy Mandelbaum, you think you're better than me? <laughs> no, Izzy. Nobody thinks they're better than you. Did you did you pass Justin Strong? Yeah, I, I just I just asked two of his questions. Okay, from the from both of the uh, tweets. Well, the other one's not a question. Okay, he's yeah. just okay. he's just okay. saying okay. something to us. I right? got you. I got you. Yeah. All right, Derek. Is this the Derek that uh, that hooked us up with these cool uh, these cool uh, coins? Uh, yes. Okay, thank you, Derek. Derek. Derek is a police officer in Atlanta. Tell the story. Um, I'm not I'm not for sure what he does, but he gave us some really cool um, coins from the SWAT team in Atlanta. Yeah, I, th- I believe FBI. he's on, I believe he's either on the SWAT team or something like that in Atlanta. And Very cool. Was and he reached out to me before I went to Pittsburgh and gave me a ton of recommendations. He's a big Pittsburgh fan. Mm-hmm. He went. He's been a couple of times, and he went the week or two before me. And I took all of his recommendations when we were in Pittsburgh, and they were great recommendations. There you go. And I, we really appreciate the, the Very special cool. coins, Very cool. too. That's a good question here, too. Let's say Mullen stays for 2018. State goes 10-2 and two at worst, but he misses out on Florida and Tennessee. But just maybe that extra shine on the resume gets Ohio State. What say you? Very possible. Because they, they did Ryan Day as the – did they make Ryan Day the, 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 the full-time head coach in 2018, or was he the, the interim that was uh, that was Fickle, wasn't it? No, Fickle was before Meyer got there. Okay, so I um, think I think did I think Meyer leave in the middle of the season? He left before the season. Okay, so he. So just, I think I think Day was the interim. You, you might be correct. I, I can't remember, or maybe I don't. Re, I don't remember the exact, but yeah, it's very possible though. If Ohio State comes open and State had just gone ten and two, that Mullen gets the Ohio State job. Which, by the was way, it, wasn't Ryan Day kind of in the conversation for this job with Joe Moorhead? Yeah. I, I don't know that he Oof. interviewed, but I know that his his name was brought up. But I think he he knew that Meyer was on the way out, and he could probably get the Ohio yeah. State job. And that that would have been been a great hire. Would have been oh, wouldn't been perfect. Fitzgerald in the same offense because that's that. Now you're talking about the same offense. Yes, that that, that would have been, been interesting. Right by the way, Mullen at Ohio State is probably the same train wreck. Yes, because he can't recruit. That he is not going to do well in an elite program. Yeah. He's just not going to do it. I agree. I mean, there's going to be the expectations are going to be too high. Yeah. Uh, Eli Sykes asks for someone who wants to have their own podcast someday. Is there any advice you two could share to help me out? Just I don't want to sound like Shia LaBeouf here, but just do it. 
There's so many, you know. Shia LaBeouf. Isn't that how you pronounce it? LaBeouf, I think. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter what his name is. Brandon Ruiz is twin. Brandon Ruiz? Yeah. Ruiz. So evidently, it's that's not his name. It's Brandon Ruiz. Ruiz? That's what Neil Price evidently was it saying. It doesn't matter. What, no. Yeah. So anyway. You, well, experience. Experience is the main thing, I you would gotta, say. You got to have... If you know, you know, if you know what a Venn diagram is, right? When you have those overlapping circles, the best podcasts picture a circle that says informative and a circle that says entertaining, mm-hmm. and where they overlap is where the best podcasts are. You got to know what you're talking about, but you also have to be able to present it in an entertaining way. Nobody else wants to hear you rattle off stats, but also nobody wants to hear you just cracking jokes. They, they, you got to have both. But you know, if you got a topic that you feel passionate about and you feel like you can pro- provide information in an entertaining way, then you're good. You're good to go. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Just, I mean, you just need to get it out there, and don't be discouraged if you're not getting a lot of views early on, things That's like it. that. You, ha- it has to be consistent. <laughs> the first B and B show, they got like twelve listens. Oh yeah, I've, I mean, I mean, it's just I, rough back in the day. You know, I haven't done the, the podcasting thing as much other than this. Mm-hmm. I did a little bit with Bulldog Sports Radio, yeah, nice interning, but you know, just you know, writing and if I've done you know Facebook lives or anything like that. You're not going to see something just shoot yeah. out of nowhere. You know, not, it's going to be not something you put have it to out be, there on day one and get five thousand people. No, it's got to be consistent. Yeah. You have to put a consistent product out there, yeah. and eventually, if if it's good, it'll we'll start gaining it. steam. Yeah, it'll exactly. start rolling downhill, and you'll be in good. But right. I, I just I think you just need to get the experience. Just go ahead and start doing it. Send it out to your friends. Get them to share it, and see what happens. A couple questions here from Alexandra Watson. Who wants to know if someone says they're cold natured? Does that mean they like the cold, or they are cold all the time? It means they're cold all the time. Yes, now, that, like, that's how I've always understood yeah, it. I like the cold, but I am not a person who's like, God, it's cold in here all the time. Yeah, hot natured is your hot. You're the opposite. Yeah, yeah. She also asks if a recipe says to stir constantly. Does that mean literally don't stop stirring, or just stir on a frequent, regular basis? It means you got to just you got to check it every two or three minutes. I think I think the better word there is consistently. Yeah. No, if a restaurant, if it says, I would say this, if it says stir constantly, I'll tell you, like a roux. Yeah. You got to stir that thing constantly. Yeah. You can't walk away from it. So I I guess it depends. Yeah. If it's rotel, then you don't, you don't want it to, you know, you burn do, at the bottom. It's of checking, you're checking it every couple minutes. Right. You're making a roux. You better not, you better not sit down. Yep. Grits. Grits. Grits are like that better too. Better not sit down until they're done. Yeah. That's a good call. All right, Steve wants to know, another Steve here, can you, talking to you directly, Robbie, can you kick a 25-yard field goal? I think I could. I, I did it. You I, need to find out. I kicked a little bit in high school. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Uh, I think I could do it. I would have to get back in the groove a little bit, but I could. I think I could hit from 25. That's just over an extra point. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Leach has already hinted to going forward on fourth down more often. If he does this, how long before Ole Miss fans start saying they invented going forward on fourth down and he's just a copycat? Pretty quickly, I would imagine. Yeah. I mean, there's to be like, just always wanting to be like us, rent-free, uh, y'all are obsessed. Yeah, like... Hobby the, Lobby. What was the last thing that Ole Miss fans were talking about on Twitter that they, that they state uh, copied? They brought uh, fl- former players back. Yeah, you created homecoming. They, they invented homecoming, exactly. I mean, give me a break. All right. Our friend Gil Mainclang has his pick two and leave one. Tiger edition here to start. Ooh. Tony the Tiger, Shere Khan from the Jungle Book, or Tigger from Winnie the Pooh? 
Well, here's the thing. Tigger is not a tiger. He is a tigger. Yeah, but he's technically a tiger. Hey, it's different. Well, Tony and Tigger are both, you know, nice. joyful. Yeah. Shere Khan. Khan will rip your face off. Yeah, we're getting him out. So let's let's take him out because we can't eat. hang out with him. All right. The Hangover, Wedding Crashers, Super Bad. Ooh, that's tough. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Super Bad though. You want to? I like. You want a hot take here? Well, I think Super Bad is a terrible movie. I think it's. I, I think it's okay. It it's, has a few laughs, but it's not. It's not the it's same not level. Even in the same stratosphere with those other two movies. There, there's a me. few laughs in there. So. I just don't like Michael Sarah. He is so awkward. It yeah, makes me. I don't like him either. Yeah. He's not very funny. Yeah. Hamster, snake, or parrot? Uh, snake. Yeah, snakes out. I don't oh, like I don't snakes. For food, Chinese, Japanese, or Thai? Thai. <sighs> I'm torn between Chinese and Thai. I think I'll go Thai. It's just easier. I, the first two names, it reminds me of, of Hank Hill's uh, when he was talking to... to well, what's his name? What's Boom the Hauer? No, no, the, the Asian guy. Uh, Mr. Uh, something, what's his name? That's what I'm asking you. I, I'm, I'm asking Khan. myself, too. I don't know why I couldn't think yes. of his name. But where he's, he's talking to Khan for first. So are you Chinese or Japanese? <laughs> and Khan's like, I'm Laotian. <laughs> and then Cotton shows up. It's like, careful, he might be. As uh, Dale's like, he might be Japanese. And Cotton looks at him for two seconds and goes, no, he's Laotian. <laughs> and I, I don't know why that's stuck in my head, but it's just funny. <laughs> Blues, country, or rock? Um... Blues. So here's what I would say. Is I it, love blues. But is it today's country? Yeah, if it's if it's today's country, I can do without it. It's, yeah. it's out. So, all right. Uh, depressed dog. Oh, let's see here. Provided we start making field goals, is this offense meeting the expectations that were set when Leach was hired? They're not scoring 45 plus, but the ball control is so dominant that I think that that was a reasonable expectation anyway. So what? They're nine of 17 on field goals, right? Mm-hmm. So if they good. were. If they were 14 of 17, that's an extra, um, well, I just added five field goals. So that's an extra 15 points on the year. That's an extra two points a game. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you're averaging 30-plus points a game with the way they control the football, that's that's enough offense to win every every time. I don't know what my expectations were for this offense. Um you know, I don't know if I expected them to score forty something a game or anything like that, but my expectations for this season to see that improvement mm-hmm. are being met. Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, the, the offense is clearly improved. Yes, much better. Yes. What is the Zach Arnett stock at right now? I think outsiders maybe a little down on Zach Arnett, but the people who know the, the true insiders, it's still good. Yeah, it's still good. You know, there there's some times I can see where coaches would be turned off by his defense, mm-hmm. um, with the blitzing and you know, like the zero blitz the other day. Yeah, that that seems to um, every now and then pop up and, and become a problem. But I think anybody would take you know giving up maybe one or two big plays to being consistently good the rest of the ball game being able to stop a defense running the football for the most part they didn't do that against Alabama but I mean Arkansas but I you know I I think the people that um you know understand how how that defense works I think they still really are really high on him 
Um, it'd be nice if Mississippi State could keep him for one more year, though, at least. Yeah, I agree. Uh, let's see here. Norm, any tips on smoking a pork tenderloin on the Weber kettle? Uh, when I do those tenderloins, and I assume you're talking about an actual tenderloin, not just a loin. You're talking about like one of those little skinny pieces of pork. I sort of cook them the same way I cook chicken. you got to cook it indirectly. Um, I will sometimes, if I buy like a couple of them, I'll put that vortex that I have in there and cook around that and just put a piece of smoker wood over the top of the vortex, and that'll catch it. Um, I like to use pecan for pork. Um, and then, yeah, but so, even however you want to set it up, set it up for indirect cooking and then, you know, get to the temperature, give it a second over the hot fire to give it a little char and then pull it back off, let it rest and you should be good to go. We'll do one more before the break here from, from our friend Jacob Shumi who asked, with Iverson Molinar and Garrison Brooks, Brooks making preseason all SEC teams, who's your dark horse from MSU to make the postseason all SEC? Um, I'm probably going to go with uh, it'd be Tolu probably. Tolu Smith is he really a dark horse? He averaged nearly a double double last year. Well, he didn't mention them in the first. I, I get that, but I'm just saying, like for me, like he doesn't sound like a, a dark horse. Like that's a guy that I wouldn't be surprised. I would be surprised if DJ Jeffries was all SEC. I'll put it that way. Yeah, nobody else really jumps off the page as somebody that I think is going to be yeah. all SEC. But you have some really good role players. Mm-hmm. Around those guys. All right. Uh, let's just do the break here. Let's move into the second half of the rumblings. It's brought to you by our good friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council. This holiday season, nothing says Merry Christmas or even Happy Thanksgiving like a big prime rib roast. It's a great compliment to the turkey. A little red meat, a little white meat. It's a good thing. I promise you that. But whatever you're looking to do for your family, whatever night of the week it is, beef is always a great idea for dinner. Everybody loves beef. Everybody likes a burger. Everybody likes a steak. And, of course, this time of year, nothing better when you're getting cold outside than some chili, some vegetable beef soup, some beef stew. They're all great options. Head over to msbeef.org if you're looking for recipes, and that's the place to be. And remember, when you support beef, when you buy beef, you're supporting 15,000 of our producers here in our state. Huge part of our state's agriculture business. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thank you to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two brothers smoked meats in the heart of the Cotton District. That's the place to go to grab lunch, to grab dinner, or just to have a good time. The people there are always nice. The food is always fantastic. You just can't go wrong with a meal at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. It's not just barbecue there. It's smoked southern soul food. It's right there in the heart of the Cotton District, one of the best locations in town. Huge patio if you want to sit outside when the weather's nice. It's just the place to go. I love it. Robbie loves it. You'll love it. Head over to Two Brothers and enjoy some smoked southern soul food. They make it easy for you at Advantage Business Systems. They're going to offer you an incredible selection of products and services that your business needs. Anything from a technological standpoint, copiers, printers, uh, software, computers, whatever it is, they've got you taken care of. And then every sale they make gets made with the kind of customer service you come to expect when you're dealing with your next-door neighbor, which is what they are at Advantage Business Systems. They are your neighbors. They are a Mississippi business first and foremost and have been for over 46 years. Call them today. Find out how they can help you. That number is 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. Izzy Mandelbaum asks, 
As I write this, Steve Levy is shouting the Monday Night Football play-by-play, even when nothing in particular is happening, and the other two clowns are not saying anything I don't already know. How can the worldwide leader not do better with this franchise? The Monday Night Football stuff has been interesting for the past few years. You know, there used to be where, like, the best of the best of the weekend was your Monday Night guys. I know. I, and now it's just not. I don't understand. I don't understand what this this crew is bad. They're it's not, not good. I, it's I, not as bad as it was when they had Jason Witten yeah. and, and those guys. Booger. Booger. The, the, the last two or three crews have just been not. Sunday Night Football is a much better product. Yeah. It's not even close. Much better product. Not even close. Uh, I can't. I I can't take these guys. The only reason I watched last night is mm-hmm. Peyton and Eli. Were they on? No, we're not. I, I couldn't watch that anyway because I got to focus on the game and I'm I looking found for that entertainment. I can't watch the Mannings if my like I've been watching them, but the weekend when the Saints were on, can't I do it. Couldn't do it. Well, you have the screen is mostly on them. Yeah, you know, and that's fine. I I'd rather do that than watch the game mm-hmm. if it's not my team. If it's not, but if, if it's, it's my team, team I, I need to focus the on the game. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Why do they not do every Monday? Do they just do certain ones or? Yeah, they they yeah they they they, they okay. yeah exactly. Nine hundred one Stark Dogs says smoking a turkey. Use a brine or injection, and what kind of wood would you use? I would definitely brine it if you're going to smoke it. For sure, uh, you know, just a simple. I would keep it pretty simple. Maybe salt, sugar, you know, just just something like that. Wood for turkey, pecan is a good one. Uh, the fruit woods are good, like cherry or apple mm-hmm. would be good for turkey. I was gonna say cherry wood yeah. would be really good. Hickory is okay. I would not go mesquite. That's the only one I wouldn't use. I don't know. That might have a good taste to mesquite it. Mesquite is is good for chicken. I don't think I would want to use mesquite for something I got to cook for a long time. Makes sense. That's how I look at that. I, I've never fried a turkey. That's what I want to do. I love fried turkey. I would love to fry a turkey. Got to be careful of those things. Yeah. but yeah. Can't be frozen. No, it cannot be. Unless you want to light yourself and look, on fire. That line that says fill to here is not a suggestion. That's right. That's that's the rule. Don't, yeah. don't fill past that. How about right. you throw, a, throw, your, throw your turkey in an air fryer and see how that goes? <laughs> God. I want to see an air fryer. Yeah, it'll be done up. in 20 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that'll be great. All right, Paul Barrett. This is an interesting question. I'm working on becoming a Magic the Gathering judge, basically a referee for a trading card game. I used to play Magic the Gathering way back in the day. Shocking. What, that I was a nerd? Yes. Yeah, you'll get over it. If a, if a player disagrees with a ruling, they can immediately appeal it to whoever's running the event. If they find out they lost a game due to a bad ruling, they can even complain about the ruling on Twitter and not face repercussions. And while individual judges who make one bad ruling aren't punished, eventually the people running tournaments are going to stop hiring you if you have a pattern of making bad calls. Why is there less accountability in college football with hundreds of millions of dollars on the line and officials who are getting paid hundreds of dollars an hour in this, than this card game with only a few hundred thousand dollars on the line at the highest level and officials who are usually volunteered or paying in trading cards? It's a long question with a great point. Yeah. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, man, there's more accountability for people who work at McDonald's than there is for a college football official. Is there? If you screw up at McDonald's, you get fired. And sometimes it's publicly. Sometimes you just you'll just hear the words "get out, you're fired" while you're at a restaurant. Well, they get things wrong all the time, and they don't apologize for it. Oh, that, that now there's that that's that's true too. So I would say they're they're about on the same level. I would say that's that why I'd never go to McDonald's. Pass interference penalties and the ice cream machine being broken are about the same thing. They you really just come are. to expect it when you pull in the uh, drive-through. You know, coming in, you're not going to get ice cream. Yeah. 
What's a combination of food you had that you initially thought wouldn't work but was actually delicious? Mine is a piece of freshwater eel sushi that had a tiny bit of mango cheesecake on it. Ooh. I just got to be honest with you, that sounds disgusting. God. I don't like eel as it is, like when I eat sushi. I don't, I don't do the eel. I don't like sushi. And mango cheesecake, I don't see how that was going to work at all. So is there one, though, you were like, this shouldn't be good, but it is? Oh. I can't really think of anything off the top of my head. I don't know if this is one, but I like to fry bacon sometimes and then put hot sauce and maple syrup over it. Yeah, no, that sounds great, actually. Okay, okay, well, then maybe I'm just wrong then. I don't know. It is great. It is great. (laughs) I mean, I do it my bacon and jelly yeah. syrup and like that all the time. Just and everything. It's just yeah. not, it's not fair. It's not yeah. fair. Uh, I don't really have one. So if I think it's something, Paul, I'll just have to let you know. All right. Um, Steven Sprawberry wants our predictions for men and women's basketball. Give it to me for women in less than 10 words. The women, I don't think, are going to be very good. Okay. The men? The men, I think, will be very good. Okay. I'm pretty much the same. No tournament for the women. Tournament for the men. Men make the tournament. Yes. There you go. Joy Wells Bailey asks, with the majority of your jobs depending on social media during these times, if you could have to choose only one platform and delete all others, which would you keep? Twitter. I I may just be a sicko. I enjoy Twitter. Yep. I I stay on Twitter. I mean, I, I check Facebook like twice a day. Yeah. I check Instagram twice a day. Yeah. Facebook is for me like just to see my pictures of my friends. Yep. I don't do any work on it. No, I don't either. I I share my stories to it. That's mm-hmm. that's the that's it. I don't yeah. do any up. I don't do any news or anything like that. Twitter, I I put all of my information on that. Yeah. Another one from Izzy Mandelbaum. I tweeted something about Hugh Freeze on Saturday without tagging him. Just like this tweet, he responded. A, oh is it weird that he searches his name on Twitter? B, do you think he sees this tweet and C, will he respond? B and C are probably both yeses. If I had a public, um embarrassment like Hugh mm-hmm. Freeze had when he was at Ole Miss, mm-hmm. uh, both in, with the NCAA mm-hmm. and with the uh, escort service, mm-hmm. I think I would just, or the uh, masseuse, uh, whatever it is. Whatever it was. Um, it's all the same. I think I would just stay off Twitter. I don't understand. But at, like actively seeking what people are saying about you when you know you're a polarizing figure mm-hmm. is... You have a psychological disorder. Yes. If you're... If you're uh, would you say... It's is it being narcissistic or is it just being? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's it, narcissistic. It's also insecurity. That's what I'm saying. It was would it, it just being insecure. It's everything. It, the guy is. A, I've never searched. He's my a name. millionaire. He's got plenty of money. He's a successful coach, and yet he spends. He actually takes time out of his day to search for his name on Twitter, and then if somebody says something bad about him. To somebody he doesn't know, a comp- he he reached out to a person whose Twitter handle is after a fringe Seinfeld character, <laughs> a guy who's in like two episodes, <laughs> and he reached out. Not to even like a real like, character. Like this is this. It's not like somebody you know or something. Like yeah. hey hey Bob, why are you saying this about me? Like how did he address you? Hey Izzy, why did you say that? <laughs> like let it go, Chief. Freeze. You think is you're a- better than me, Izzy. Freeze is a weird mother blanker. All right, he is a weird dude from top to bottom. 
I mean, I ain't no way around that. I like how the other day was like, oh, we've just we've had the best time being back. They've treated us with so much respect. Yeah, <laughs> and Ole Miss in the middle of it's tweeting out totally crap thought of. <laughs> fantastic. Uh, Rob Fuller, is it safe to have high expectations? Sweet sixteen, contend for the SEC for this year's men's team. I think that it is. I, I think you should you should temper it a little bit, mm-hmm. but I think that that's, those things are absolutely possible i'm not ready to say you know they're going to contend for the sc championship and go to the switch 16 or anything like that i'm not expecting that but because state has not competed for the sec since 05 mm-hmm. maybe uh at least been in the you know the conversation of sec champs um 04, 05, around that time they haven't gotten to the switch 16 uh in like 25 years so yeah, I, I'm not expecting that, but I think those things are entirely possible with how good this team is. Mm-hmm. Nathan McQuarrie asks if Ruiz, or however you pronounce his Ruse, name, Ruiz, Ruiz, I don't Ruse. know, I don't know anymore. I'm, I'm totally thrown off. Had gone in and missed that last field goal attempt instead of McCord, would we be grumbling that Leach should have changed kickers? No, I would not. I would. It would never have occurred to me like they should have brought McCord out there. I think in, unless unless he's hurt. Which is entirely possible, unless he's still hurt. Mm-hmm. I just stick with him. I would have to just yeah. stick with him. Uh, you don't throw Nolan McCord in there. He's never experienced any of this in college. He's already missed a couple of field goals this year, maybe one. I can't remember. Yeah. Um. Don't don't put that on his shoulders right I, there. I agree. I mean, Ruiz is is a fifth year senior, and has experienced you know Power Five football mm-hmm. for the last several years. By all indications, he's for the most part, you know, he's able to handle some nerves. Mm-hmm. Let him shoulder that. Yeah, let's say that kid. I agree. I'm gonna skip this this one from Izzy. Izzy made him all. I've had too many questions today. We're moving on. Uh, Miller time. Most national predictions or projections, as some people like to say. Yep. View MSU as a bubble team rather than very likely to make the NCAA tournament. Fan expectations seem to be a fair bit higher. Let's say they make the tournament, but they are one of the last teams in, like the experts predict. Is that a disappointment? I say yes. I say that this team should not be a bubble team. They should be in the mix the whole year. Yeah, you they sh- they shouldn't be. You shouldn't be getting to the, you know, uh, the February, late February, early March time and start thinking. You know, Mississippi State's got to win these games, right? They shouldn't. They shouldn't have to be like win one and they're in. When the bracketology stuff starts coming out, Mississippi State should be five or six on the five the six whole season. time. Yeah, I agree. I agree, hundred percent. Zachary Cooey asks Robbie with Speed Racer, the cartoon you were trying to think of. What we we found out what it, what it actually was, right? Yes. You remember what it was? Um, and now I've forgotten it. Um, it's the. Um, gosh, I can't. I can't believe I forgot it. Wacky racers, wacky racers. There it is. Okay. Uh, yeah. No. So I knew a speed racer was for yeah. this. For what? For some reason, I just can't remember the name of the show. Nah. I don't know. I, it didn't make an impression on me as much as I thought it did. Apparently. Yeah. Also, wants to get our thoughts on the bigger names released by WWE. Is there anybody on the list we'd want to see AEW go after? Anybody else? Uh, oh, or this last week? Yeah. Keith Lee. Oh. Carrion uh, Cross. I thought Karen Cross and Scarlett has has been gone. She's gone. Uh, The two that I would think AEW needs to go after are Keith Lee and Ember Moon. 
they blew it on Keith Lee Big time. and Karen Cross. Yeah, they need Keith they need, Lee was a stud in in NXT, mm-hmm. and Karen Cross had one of the coolest entrances yeah. of anybody. Yeah, and he was a killer. Yeah, and then you bring him in a WWE, and on the first night he loses. Yeah, I mean, and it didn't have Scarlett with him, who I thought was key, to great it. eye candy. Yeah, and kind of the you know what's stirring the drink. Yeah, uh, they just they miss it whenever they get to the main roster. Vince screws it up. I'm bl- I'm blaming him. Let's see. Let's see if I can find the Keith Lee would be awesome in the uh, in AEW. Let's see if I can find the uh, the list of everybody. Kevin Owens will be next too, by the way. And Gargano's contract turning up too. Okay, he never went to the main roster, which is weird. no, which is fine. They would. I mean, he'd already be ruined here. He would be. Um, he would be. You know. Let's one see of those. who else was was released. That you Nia Jax was released. Nah, that's that's fine. I've I've never. Harry Smith was released. B. Harry Smith. Yeah. When was he in there? I don't know. He's released though. Eva Marie was released. That's that's Davy Boy's son, right? Uh, yeah. I haven't seen him in years. Yeah. Anybody else that's I don't know. Lee and Ember Moon are the ones that AEW AEW needs another woman star. Like they need one. They um, need to build that roster because it's not good. It's right not now. great right now. Yeah. Alex Barham wants to know, safety seems to be the most glaring position of need. Who do we have as freshmen or commits that can help this group fast? I mean, you just got who you got there. I mean, Janari Dean, they moved him to corner. I don't know if they would move him back to safety or, or what. Yeah, I don't see any guys Feels like that's coming a portal, in. That's that, a portal position. Yeah, I don't see any guys coming in that I think is going to help them right away. Yeah, you got to find somebody there. Um, what bowl game trip did you have the most fun, fun, fun? I had a good time at the Outback Bowl, even though we, uh, you know, the game wasn't great. We did have a good time down there. Yeah, that's probably that probably mine. Yeah, Tampa's a cool city. Yeah, got to see my buddy Bob Carscadden too. Two Bob mentions on the show. Yeah. If you wanted to have an additional meat for the trans- Thanksgiving turkey meal, which would you choose? Beef tenderloin, pork tenderloin, or fried fish? So like, uh, I think pork tenderloin probably. For I think me. having fried fish, having a we talked about that last week. Having a fish fry on Thanksgiving would be awesome. But I don't know that having fried fish and turkey works. No. So yeah, I think I That's think I'm gonna go beef tenderloin. I want to have that way you have because pork tenderloin and turkey are both white meats. Yeah, I could deal with that. Beef tenderloin, beef and turkey. I'm gonna do a pork pork loin on Thanksgiving with my turkey. That's okay. It's so, a big like six pounder or something. That'll be good. Yeah, it should be great. Anthony Mitchell, I've been a state fan for 46 years. Me and you both, buddy. It's not like I haven't seen this movie before. Why do I keep getting so angry when we lose like that? It's just impossible to not. It just what's so frustrating sometimes. I mean, I get it. I trust me when I say I get it. Ryan Morrison, how many SEC teams would go at least eleven and one playing Cincinnati's schedule? So undefeated or eleven and one? We know Alabama, Georgia would go undefeated. Um, I think. I mean, basically, you're asking yourself this: Could State beat Notre Dame? Uh, I wouldn't pick it. So eleven and one. Yeah. Uh, Ole Miss? Could they beat Notre Dame? I think that's possible. So undefeated. Um, Arkansas? Could they beat Notre Dame? Mm, no. Eleven and one. Um, Kentucky? Could they beat Notre Dame? No. Eleven and one. Um, uh, Texas A&M could beat Notre Dame, undefeated. Yes. Um, Auburn, could they beat Notre Dame? Yes. Undefeated. Um, Florida, 
when Florida doesn't have its mental issues, they'd probably go undefeated. Mental issues. That's what they have right now. They have mental issues. <laughs> uh, LSU, probably 11-1. and one. So, yeah, a bunch. We'll put it that way, a bunch. Uh, with all the money invested in college football right now, this is another from Ryan Morrison, how is there not a system in place to review game-changing calls like the fourth down bad call? There is no – there's no no sport has a f- system like that where you can like – I guess the NBA does now where you can review fouls. But for the average penalty call, they're not going to review that. Mm-hmm. That's just not part of the game. I, I don't know if I want that either. We, we're going to have to draw the line on the reviews, you know. Like that – games would be five hours long yeah. if you reviewed everything. Well, here's the thing for me. You know, you say that, right? But in the time, it's it's one thing when you have Ole Miss and they're trying to get them back to the line as quickly as possible. But for Mississippi State to Arkansas, there's enough time between snaps to give everything a quick look. Yeah, but I mean, it's just like, and I, then you you can make a decision: do we need to go further? But like, there's time. I guess. I think. I think anyway. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to make the entire ball game computerized. Oh, I agree with that, too, too, so I guess. Uh, Ford Polk, should we have paid Cam Newton more than Auburn? I can't stress that yes enough. Should yeah, Mississippi State wins the national championship. Should have just, I don't know if they win the national championship. I don't. They will. They probably would have, but they Defense would have at least was better. They would have at least Offense been had better pit, uh, They would have pieces. at least been in it. Mississippi State, I will contend to my death, had a better team than Auburn. But they had Cam Newton. If you take Cam Newton out of the equation, Mississippi State's a better team. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I can't. But Defense the answer is was yes. better. All they had that year was Nick Fairley, Cam Newton, and who's running back? Dyer? Michael Dyer. Michael Dyer. Yeah. And one receiver. I don't even remember who that was. Exactly. Yeah. Mississippi State had a better team. Yeah. And they had Cam Newton should've, light at quarterback. Should have, should have, should have, should have paid him. Should have forked it out. Uh, what movie universe would you like to live in? You have to be involved in some capacity. It can't be a rando. Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, Terminator, Alien franchise, Marvel. All right, I don't want to be in the Terminator. Well, Marvel is Marvel is kind of the pretty universe. much the what we're in now. But, but you just have superheroes in so it. So what you're basically saying, if I'm involved in some extent, I'm a superhero. So I want to be in the Marvel universe, I guess. Yes, because you can live the life that you live right or now. Or if I could be a Jedi, you know, prior to Order sixty six, I wouldn't mind that. That's a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. You're right. Yep. All right, Heath. Saint- I, I wouldn't want Lord of the Rings. No, because I don't that's want- like uh, you know, there's just Middle Earth walking and, around. Yeah, I don't there's want- no internet. No, I don't want to have internet. Heath St. Amant, who did not lock his question. So, Robbie, this one's for you here. It actually is for you anyway. Why is on the website is the Stone Blanton Ole Miss... This, thing's, this needs to be pinned on Gene's page. I've seen other people ask this question like 50 times. Why is Yanti's crystal ball still up? Because it's still he's still in the system. They, yeah. they didn't wipe him you know, completely clean. There's, you're still going to be there, which would be fine. I mean, he can still be wrong if Stone Blanton... Uh, picks Mississippi State and that and his percentages can go down. Yeah, That'd be I mean, perfectly fine just, with me. It's just going to stay there. I don't. Know, a lot of people were upset about that, but I, I mean, know. I mean, I don't, I don't understand what they want. Like, who cares? Uh, Scott, uh, what is the what is the best? And by best, he means worth the most baseball card you have ever owned. Uh, I didn't do baseball cards really that much. My, really? my great aunt gave me a lot of hers and they're they're like nineteen seventies baseball she players. Looked at. I haven't really looked at those in, in a so long look time. At them. So. I might have some money in there. Uh 
I never got into like classic collecting. I had a bunch though. I had a Griffey Jr. rated rookie. It's probably worth the most. So, uh, what's your favorite breed of dog? Is it the dog that you own? Yes, Akita. Akita. Okay. I love a uh, a beagle. I love love lazy too. dogs, or hounds. Yeah. Richard Pittman, will Mississippi State attempt another field goal this year? Yes. I say yes. I'm pretty sure they will. Uh, let's see here. All right, Ethan Brazil, you were kidnapped and thrown into a cage with one of the unique high school mascots. Rank one through five, which you feel will have the best chance of defeating them and therefore being released? A hilltopper, a whippet, a nighthawk, a wolverine, and an urchin. We're fighting these... these. Uh... We have to fight them all. So who okay. do you feel like... An urchin is a sea creature that doesn't yeah. move. That's one. Well, that can it be? Can it be an oxygen? Can it be out? The question. The, I don't know. So if it's in there, it's going to die. Regardless, that's number one, right? Yes. And Wolverine is number five. I don't Wolverine want, is a is an animal that is very tenacious and it will don't not want any stop. part of that. So that's five. Uh, I don't want the nighthawk either. So that's four. Um, what is a whippet? It's a dog. Okay. Yeah. Uh, probably do the dog because. Dogs are, for the no, most no. part, you don't want the ram in there. That thing will butt you. No, that, I'm saying I'm putting the whippet up there with the urchin. Okay, so whippet's two. Yeah, and then so, okay. like because because you know like dogs are generally sc- not scared of humans, but they respect humans. Mm-hmm. That there's not many that just come after you and attack you. Yeah, so no, you you can you can just tell it to sit or mm-hmm. or get back or something. Yeah. It'll get back. So there's our rankings then: urchin, whippet. Hilltopper, Nighthawk, Wolverine. Yes. There we go. This sounds like uh, North Mississippi teams. It does. It does. We could have put the Greyhound on there, and that would have been one for the South. For the South. Yeah, Ocean Springs. Ocean Springs. or The Nighthawks. I don't know a team that's the Nighthawks, but Houston yeah. Hilltoppers, Kosciuszko Whippets, yeah. East Webster Wolverines, East Union Urchins. Yeah. But I, I don't know about the Nighthawks. I don't know what that is. Ethan, you need to let us know who that is. Uh, Caleb Glover. Robbie Ranks Wrestlers, Snake Edition. Jake the, Snake. Jake the Snake Roberts, Randy Orton, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Santino Morella, the Cobra. The Cobra's last, Santino's second to last. Yes, agreed. Uh, Stone Cold is first. Now, who is that? Uh, he, he's a wrestler. I don't I don't know played, him. He played football at North Texas. Oh, he's probably a Why would you put a curtain jerker like that first? I don't know. <laughs> Stone Cold's number one. Jake the Snake's number two for me, mm-hmm. and, then, and Randy then Randy Orton. Okay, and then Santino and the the Viper. I mean, this is almost an order. Yeah, if you just move Stone Cold to the top. All right, Hey Dad's hand pick hankering turkey and dressing or hash brown casserole. Uh I'm not a huge dressing guy, so we'll go hash brown casserole. Depends on who's making the dressing. It does. It does depend. No question. Do you have any restaurants that you refuse to go to any locations of? For a while, I wouldn't go to any Jacks. I won't go to the Jacks in Columbus. Oh. We all know that story, and if you don't, don't Google it. I had and it, it had put me off of Jacks, but then I stopped at a Jacks, the one that's in the one that's uh, on the way to Tuscaloosa, and their chicken biscuits are delicious. Like oh, Jacks really good. Jacks got some good food. Yeah, so I may be going back to Jacks, but I won't go to the Jacks in Columbus. Is there any place where you like? Well, McDonald's. You won't go to McDonald's. McDonald's is is most definitely on yeah. that list. There you go. Uh, you know, I was just thinking about. The Jackson away yesterday when I was uh, scrolling through the internet and I, I stumbled upon the story of Priscilla Kelly, the uh, indie wrestler. Mm-hmm. Very similar situation. Oh, I don't want to know about it then. So, uh, Rob Steele, I just finished The Sopranos for the first time. Oh, 
Hey. What's your interpretation of the ending? I, I have said I think Tony dies. Yeah. I think, I, I think the guy kills him. I've I've said that I think it was meant to have, you know, kind of a build where people think that something bad is about to happen. Mm-hmm. But in the end, it, it wasn't. I I think that he that he goes to court because he was he's had that gun charge right, and he was about to go to to trial or something over that. No, no, they got him off of that. that I thought that was coming up. No, no, no. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, then I don't know what my I think he gets killed. Is. I don't I don't think he gets killed. I think okay. that I think that that was just to try to throw okay. you off. But the but you said the other day that the guy that wrote it says said he died. He okay, so you're right then. Yeah. Would you rather have AJ for a son or Livia for a mother? I'm going to go with Livia for a mother because there's a lot of, you know, grandmas and people like that that have that kind of personality that she did. Mm-hmm. With the exception of the fact that she tried to get Tony killed. She did try to have him whacked. Um, See, I, I'm going to go the I can't other way deal here. with AJ. I, I, I can't I, deal with AJ. I hear what you're saying. The thought of my mother not loving me is hard to swallow. That's tough, but I—I I mean, Tony at the Tony got to the point where he just said, you know, forget you. I, I think AJ sort of was starting to turn it around a little bit at the end, but for a long time he was really painful. Whenever his his girlfriend broke up with him, I was I, so pathetic. Oh god, that was so. And then he got the little like goatee. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to slap well, I mean, the guy. Like he was just such a such a spoiled little brat. Yes. Problem. So. I love when Tony finally just had, had enough and just like, like pulled, pulled him out, out of the bed. <laughs> I love that scene so much. You won't need any resort wear. <laughs> love it. Richard Harbison, if you could have one former Bulldog on offense and defense, who would it be? You can't pick Dak. Uh, do you want another receiver? Do you want molds? Yeah. Okay. Or a running back. Really? I mean, what running back? Cherish like, Norwood. Norwood would be okay. Okay, I can live with that choice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because I don't think either of those guys that they have now have the breakaway speed. No, no. That he, if he if I he got know. in the secondary, I wouldn't know. They never. Yeah, did. They never. Break I know. Him. But there's been times where Marks has yeah. kind of got free a little bit. If he got a corner or something. Yeah, Norwood. Yeah. No chance. But defensively, um, what do they need the most? I think they this made is, a. Did they made a, a a pass rusher? This is an easy answer to me. Jeffrey Simmons. Jeffrey Simmons. Yeah. Jeffrey Simmons makes everybody better. Yep. That entire defensive line would be. Yeah. And linebackers, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's the right call. All right. And then we got another pick two, leave one here from Richard Harbison. Tacos, nachos, and burritos. Uh, I think I'll go nachos. Ooh, really? I'd go burritos. Yeah. I mean, nachos I are just it's just chips. Uh, I mean, but burrito is an actual... Yeah, but it depends on what what it is. But it, even then, I mean, if you're going like barbecue nachos, mm-hmm. nachos with like meat on it and stuff yeah. like that, yeah. But just chips and cheese. He didn't specify. It's just okay, chips okay. And, and. I see what you're saying. You know, the nacho cheese is just okay. I mean, most of the time the chips are just plain. All right, the J in Baltimore gimmick continues. Let's say you took a Landon Sims heater to the ear hole, Ooh. and it knocks you back in time. What piece of advice do you tell your 13 year old self? Um, I'm trying to remember how I was when I was 13. Mm-hmm. I think I would say stop wearing cargo shorts. That's a good choice. Yeah. And and uh, tucking your t-shirt in. Okay. That would probably be number one. And uh, get rid of the Birkenstocks. Ooh, yeah. And your hair looks stupid. Okay, these are all got a lot of repressed memories here, Robbie. I would probably beat my 13 year old. I would just tell up. my 13 year old self like you know, do better in school. 
you can, so do it. Yeah, I mean, I had the same result, so I mean, I, I like I came out okay, so I probably wouldn't care about that. I yeah. just would want to be cooler. Okay, I got you. I was just a class clown. That's the only reason anybody was around me is I would make people laugh. Otherwise, I was a loser. Oh, well, I don't think you're a loser, Robbie. Uh, Bright wants to know why does every SEC team look competent against Alabama except Mississippi State? We've that's asked this it question. Is. It's just. That's, that's just, just how it's going to be. That's how it is. I don't know what Until Nick Saban leaves, that's how it's going to be. Yeah. Uh, Mark Caldwell, with all the talk of the pole assassin and her pet monkey over the last few weeks, it made me wonder, if you had to resort to a career as a male exotic dancer, what would your stage name be and what animal would be used on your stage performances? So. Rat jar. <laughs> oh, that was my halo name. You're, you would be, like, performing tonight, Rat Jar. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, Rat Jar. That's awful. What's yeah. the animal? Is it a rat? Well, can you imagine me being a dancer? No. Well, wait till we get to mine. <laughs> so. Uh, what animal would I bring yeah. to the... I don't know, raccoon? A raccoon? <laughs> God. Gonna tear the club up. Uh, Eat somebody's face off. Yeah. So I'm going to go the Seinfeld route. I would be buck naked. (laughs) Um, As far as an animal, I never really put any thought into that as to having a wild animal uh, up there with me. Maybe like like a a ferret. (laughs) I'm a ferret. Yeah. I feel like you could train that to do something. You could train it to go get the dollars. Wasn't that the animal on uh, Along Came Polly that Polly had. I haven't seen a long game, Polly. It's it's funny. So, you need to watch it. They had a, he had a ferret in kindergarten cop. Yes. So it's a class ferret. It's got the chopper. It's not, it's not the tumor. It's not. Uh, Joe Atkinson, if you have an open tryout for kicker but don't announce it publicly, how would anyone know to show up? That is a good question. Where is this tryout? Uh, actually, I've seen a post going around. They've actually reached out to people. Okay. And I, I'm sure that they've. I'm sure Mississippi State is do is. You don't want to have five thousand people show up, don't, don't you? So you're probably trying to limit who comes in. If I had to guess, um. So, but this thing is real. This is absolutely real. Mississippi State has sent out notices to the club soccer teams, people like that. I mean, it's it's going down. All right. So, um, Martin Smith, did either of y'all foresee Dan Mullen not making it at, at Florida? Yeah. Yeah, I, I knew he wasn't going to make it. I just I thought that he would average, you know, nine to ten wins. They would just fire him because he wasn't recruiting well enough and he wasn't winning SEC East routinely. But uh, this quickly and, and kind of like crashing and burning right now is, mm-hmm. is a surprise. Um, Andy Lossick wants to know. He's got two questions. Let's just pick one here. Um, when I was in second grade, I ended up in the principal's office and eventually sent home after pounding the snot out of Louis Gersney for saying you're low and you're sick one too many times. Oh, I get it. Uh, what were y'all's earliest brushes with authorities? What's the, what's the earliest you got sent to the principal's office? I remember uh, mine. First grade. Ooh, first? Oh, I was I was in the principal's office like weekly. I bet Big Daddy didn't take much. No, 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 no. That's not the first. Uh the first I remember was actually kindergarten. Mm-hmm. I cut a little girl's ponytail off. 
uh, in class. Oh, my God. And uh, then I cut another boy's shirt. And um, the little girl was so was so sweet. After this, she sent me a letter mm-hmm. that said, and she you know drew stick figures and stuff, and it said, I still have it. Roses are red. Violets are blue. You cut my hair, but I still like you. Aw. Yeah. But um, I got sent to the office, and my parents got called up. To, my dad got called to the office. And, like, the, the principal and my dad, like, went into another room to discuss um, what I'd done. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll, we'll be right back. We're going to go talk with the uh, counselor or something. Mm-hmm. I got in the principal's chair and started eating all of her candy. Oh, <laughs> I was a terror. I fight authority. Authority always wins. <laughs> you need to go to my Facebook and 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 watch the story that my dad told Sunday. Uh-huh. I, I put it on Facebook. I saw. I didn't do. I need to watch. You that? Need to watch. Okay, it. I'll, it's, I'll give it. A it's listen. a funny story. Mine is. So when we were in, you know, back then, you wanted to see how far away you could stand from the toilet and still you know, get. Oh yeah, and yeah, pee yeah. Into We it. we had many things in the so bathroom. I'm in the bathroom and I'm like, all right. So I'm almost against the wall. Like, I'm a good three feet from the toilet. But it's going in. And one of the janitors, who was a woman, no less, walks in. She's like, oh, my God. <laughs> and so she walks out, and I come back, and she took me to the principal's office. She's like, you peed all over the floor. I'm like, no, I didn't. I was like in third grade. It's like, no, I didn't. It went in. She's like, no. And so I got in trouble. That was my first time at the principal's office. Uh, well, I was in the principal's office almost weekly from <laughs> kindergarten till Robbie Falk, troublemaker. I was bad, man. Yeah. I was a bad kid. Right. But some of the stuff, you know, like I burped in class, and like you go get paddled for that. Like that's a bit much. Like some of the stuff was silly. Like yeah. uh, you know, and then there was a time, you know, when DX was big. When you did the suck oh it. no, if you, you do, do the that. suck it, uh, automatic, automatic. DX. There's no, there's no telling how many kids got punished because, because of, of DX. DX. Shawn Michaels and Triple H owe people money. Russ Huddleston says, Robbie, you need to fight the power of the man. The dictator, Brian Haydad, is making up rules as he goes and even making up words like projections. We listen to Thunder and Lightning for y'all's embedded wisdom and expertise of MSU. The only projections that matter is MSU games. Currently, Brian is 6-3. and three. Robbie, you're 5-4, and four, projecting MSU games. <laughs> this is how you two should be judged rather than your insight into whether South Carolina can beat Missouri. Am I wrong? Be strong, Robbie. Well, I mean, if you want to be another game down, we can be happy to bring these in. What game did you pick that I picked opposite? I picked State to, uh, uh, I think it may have been Texas A&M. It might have been a game that you picked State to lose that I picked them to win. That could be it, too. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think remember. I, I thought we picked it, the same was one. Was it North Carolina State? I'm a, I, I picked North Carolina State to beat Mississippi State. I picked. I thought. I thought you might have picked North Carolina State as I well. Thought, I don't know. I don't know. But we're going to trust Russ. But regardless, we're going to stick with the pick'em the way we've been doing it. I am fighting Brian. He is not going to boss me around. I hear you. Um, Jay Mann asks, while I would be excited for game day to be in Starkville, do you think hosting game day has lost some of its luster over the past few years? I think that's more of a COVID thing. I think we're just not used to gathering again like that. But I think if college game day came to Mississippi State, there'd be a big crowd out there. Yeah, I mean, it would be big here, but I agree with that. I, I don't think it's as big as it once was. You know, it used to be, like, monumental for them to come mm-hmm. to your school. I mean, is it because is anybody outside of Ole Miss really excited well, about that? Let me ask that? you this. Is it because it's happened? 
Like the first time you get them, you're like, "Oh my God, College Game Day is here!" But well, then I mean, look that, at some like, of these. Well, we've sort of done this. Well, I mean, look at some of the like the the perfect example was that Michigan State thing. Like there was more people at the bar stool. Yeah, because they're newer. I just don't think people care as much about college. Co- game college day. kids don't care as much about it as we did. Yeah, they care. Bar stool has has the, the the thing there. Why? I'm I'm not meaning to make this Ole Miss thing, but. Why are people suggesting these people that have no ties to Ole Miss? Like I Katie asked Perry? Richard about that yesterday, and I, I, I don't know. I think I mean, there's one, so many other, like Eli Manning, just, just, Archie. I would just go with Eli. He has the ESPN tie-ins right now. I would just go with Eli. I mean, back in 14, I think he was still playing football, so he couldn't yeah. come. Now is the perfect time to I, get him. No, I agree, I agree. And he's, he's a hot topic right now because he's doing the stuff with Peyton. And he's yeah, got his, exactly. He's got his show that's coming on ESPN+. Exactly. Plus. I just don't understand getting people that don't have anything to do with your university. I, I agree. I agree. I have also... I mean, people wanted Will Ferrell for Mississippi State just because he did the cowbell yeah, skit. I, I yeah. I will also say that I think they should pick me. Or Brandon Walker. Brandon Walker might be a better choice than me. I might even be willing to go for that. He might create a riot in the, in yeah, the Grove. I agree. I agree. Tucker Medlin asks, even with the game at Jordan-Hare, does State have the quarterback edge over Auburn? I mean, if you're asking me who I'd rather have... For the system, yes. Yeah. I mean, I trust Rodgers to not screw it up more than I yeah. do Bo Nix. But Bo Nix can also make a lot of plays that Will Rodgers can't with his feet. I think that he, there's a higher ceiling with Nix. Yeah, I agree with that. But there's more mistakes that can happen as well. Yeah. With how talented Auburn's front seven is, do you see the run-pass split continuing to be close or reverting back to what we saw earlier? State State will probably run it a little bit less this week yeah. because Auburn is really good up there. I agree. And again, I think a lot of that is Will Rogers. Mm-hmm. I think last week he thought State could run the ball much better than they did, and that's why you saw them uh, rushing as many times as they did. Uh, John Jeffrey Nelson, would you rather box prime Mike Tyson for 10 seconds or try to tackle Derrick Henry once? Try to tackle Derrick Henry. I'm wearing pads. Well, not only am I wearing pads, you just said try to tackle Derrick Henry. Yeah, just dive. I could whiff and not actually touch him. I'll just dive. You you don't want to try to hit him high. No. Uh, I don't really want to hit him low either, but... Yeah, but I'd rather dive at his at his yeah. quads and, and just, I'll just slide miss. off. I'm unathletic. Yeah. I'll miss. He'll just run, keep Ten running. Ten seconds with Prime Mike Tyson is enough time for him to hit me with an uppercut and kill me. Yeah, he could he could literally kill you. Yeah, you have no protection over your face. Uh-huh. I, I'm definitely doing Derrick Henry. He asks, only one can stay in business: the Hershey Company or the Mars Company. But what like I don't know the difference enough to tell you. I think Hershey Mar- would be Mars is what makes Snickers, so I'd probably rather keep them. I, I'm going to go with Hershey. Okay. Yeah, I, I like a good Hershey chocolate bar. All right. Uh, the Mangum Cafe says, what chain sandwich shops were around when you were kids? So this is different, obviously, because we have such a, a difference in our ages. I don't even really remember Subway being that big a deal when I was a kid. Uh, it was when I came up in, like, maybe junior high or so. I really and remember Subway, it. And, then, like, the first time I remember eating Subway, I was a junior in high school. Like they they started to expand. I feel yeah. like around and you that time. you should have been like around like when Quiznos was happening too, right? Quiznos, there was a Quiznos, uh, but I mean those have kind Where of the, the camp house is now. Yeah, those have kind of now they're gone faded. now. Yeah, they're gone. Um, I love the subs. Remember those commercials? Yeah, I remember that. Those were great commercials. Other than that, I mean, I don't really remember any sandwich shops. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, like, like I was just thinking about Bulldog Deli the other day, though. I know that's not chain yeah. per se, but but like nowadays there are just so many places like Jersey Mike's, Firehouse, uh, 
uh, I'm trying to think. There's there's just a lot of sandwich places that did not exist. Yeah. When I was back in 1985. We'll there's say. definitely a plethora. Yes. Rob Montgomery, choose one of the following options: keep the five and four record exactly where you know where it is, or you get another chance at Memphis, LSU, and A and M, and roll the dice. I'm I'm going with another chance. You roll the dice. Yeah. Because you're probably going two and one instead of one and two. Yeah. Now you're probably going to lose to A and M, but you're going to beat Memphis and LSU. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, you'd rather be six and three. In other words. Uh, Micah Halfacre with basketball kicking off tonight, and that's tonight as you're you're, you're listening. Which player will have the biggest impact for a tournament appearance, excluding Iverson and Tolu? I feel like that's got to be Garrison Brooks. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll move on. So, I mean, there's no conversation yeah. needed. Yeah. Uh, Missy Nations asked, My husband is still sad we lost the 2019 Egg Bowl with the number one overall defense. Outback. What did I say? Egg. You're right. Outback. Do you think the team that we have now could have won that game? So are you asking? you're asking me right now if... This year's state team was better than that year, 2018. I say no. Um, but no, I don't think so because you don't because that defense was elite. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Mississippi State does anything elite. Yeah, I I, I, I don't either. Um, Josh Watson asks. It may be petty, but given the way he left the program, the annual job shopping instead of worrying about his team and how he tended to mail it in, should we feel any tiny iota of remorse for seeing Dan? For the way seeing Dan fails, fail sparks joy. So should we feel bad that we feel good? Basically, is what he's asking. Uh, no, no, I don't think so at all. I don't understand the people that are are getting on the state fans for it's weird. finding joy in a guy that said they weren't good enough. I mean, that's yeah. fine. It's fine. I, th- well, I think I mean, that's perfectly fine for take, people to take do that. Joy in whatever you want, as long as it's not perverse. I don't understand why people think that they ha- have to, you know, tell other people how they should think or feel. Yeah. It's annoying. I mean, you you handle your own business. Yeah. I'm talking to you. You know who. No, I'm, I'm not even going to say your name. No, but uh, you handle your own business. You got your own your own mind frame that you have, and everybody else has theirs. Yeah. So I agree. I, agree. I, I just don't understand that. Yeah. My friend Brian McDuff asked, "Did Mullen have more success at state because lower star athletes buy into his shtick more than four and five star guys?" Um, <clears throat> I just think that. You know, he had his, he had the players that he wanted mm-hmm. to fit his system. Mm-hmm. I don't think that he wanted to put forth the effort to recruit against Alabama, Georgia, things like that, because you can't, it's hard to beat those teams out. So I think he just wanted to bypass all that and get the players that he wanted and not have to waste time buttering those players up mm-hmm. and doing whatever for a year. Here's the truth of this matter. <clears throat> Dan Mullen had success at Mississippi State because he got lucky in his evaluation of Dak Prescott. Yes. He never he did not sign Dak Prescott thinking this kid will one day be the second or third best quarterback in the NFL and be uh, 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 the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. He just saw a guy who's like, okay, he's mobile and he can throw the ball pretty well. I can turn him into a good quarterback. If he doesn't sign Dak Prescott, I mean, none of this other stuff happens. No, because they, he didn't he would capitalize. Have, he would have had good good teams. He still would have won seven, eight games. He never capitalized off of exactly. that. Exactly. He, his team, and they were going to, after that um, 2018 season, mm-hmm. they were going to take another dip in talent. I agree. He, he didn't set them up very well. I, I mean, you saw his, it. He, he went hard after that junior college group, mm-hmm. and they were not in good position on the defensive line for a couple years. 
Uh, so, I mean, he was just, he was consistent, but at the same time, he wasn't consistent, if that makes any sense. Like, he he was consistent, right. consistently decent. Yeah. Uh, but he wasn't consistent enough to take that next step. It was just kind of a wave of uh, results. Right. Also from McDuff, Led Zeppelin Four is 50 years old today. Name another album that is great from start to finish. We talked about this. You know, I always come back to you know Appetite of Destruction, Appetite for Destruction, and and those kind of albums. So for me, <clears> Ten <throat> is a perfect album. Good start to finish. Not a bad song. Uh, Purple by Stone Temple Pilots is fantastic, in my opinion. Um, is that the one with the big boy on it, or whatever that the the kid riding the dragon? Yeah. yeah. Um, is that? I thought that was Big Boy, the Big Boy. Uh, like from Shoney's? Is that Shoney's? Yeah, no, it's not. It's not. Him. It's just a. Ba- it's just a kid. It's just a okay. baby. Yeah. I'm trying to think, if there's any one other one that just like off the top of my head, it's just like yeah, that's good start to finish. Um, it's not like a greatest hits thing. Those are my two. Those are my two. Back in black. Yeah, I could live with that. Yeah, sure. Um, all right. Austin asks. You guys mentioned how terrible it would be to go to the Birmingham Bowl, but it's actually played at a brand new stadium, and state fans should be happy considering that we only made a bowl last year due to COVID. I had forgotten that that is in the new UAB stadium. Yeah, but it's still Birmingham. Oh, I mean, Bar- who wants to go to Birmingham? Oh, now? all right now. Okay. I'm not going to – Birmingham is a cool town. I want to – no, it's okay, but I don't, I go to Birmingham several times get, during the year. No, no, I, I, I want to go somewhere I don't normally go. I get that, but I'm just saying that Birmingham – don't crap on Birmingham. There's a lot of cool places to go there. It's a good town. I'll crap on whoever I want to crap on. How dare you, sir? I don't want to go to Birmingham for a bowl game. I want to go somewhere else. I mean, I get it. I'm just saying. All right, Colton Peterman says, Sunday I did pork belly burn ins for the first time, and they were a home run. What is another less common barbecue food that I should try? Got anything you want to recommend here? Um, off the top of my head, I don't. I don't really venture out. Yeah. Uh, if you can get some beef, I mean, I make my own barbecue chicken, but that's it is good. Your your barbecue chicken is better than mine. Uh, I would get some beef cheeks. They are delicious. Beef cheeks. Yeah, and cheek. Interesting. Make tacos with them. Oh. Yeah, they're good. You you have to you like smoke them and then you put them in you wrap them up in like in some liquid and let them braise and they'll they'll fall apart and you just make the tacos out of them. Oh, they're good. They're good and inexpensive too. During the Leach era, we have seen improvement on offense in almost every game. Do you think some of the early frustration was because he wasn't going to move on to item B until item A was proficient, or is it him just not adjusting his play calling? That's an interesting point. Maybe he didn't want to like really put too much on the running game until he was confident the passing game could carry itself. Yeah. I think people just they they see people like Lane Kiffin and and Ole Miss having those quick results and they think that that that's, should translate here too. Yeah. And that's just not how Mike Leach does things. I agree. So, I mean, it was going to be a process. Yeah. And it still is a process. I mean, they're not they're not there yet. They're not they're not there yet because they're not finishing games. They're not doing everything great, but you can see the definite progress. Yeah, I agree. Sheldon Nations asks, "What are your estimates for attendance the last two games in Starkville? Seems like it's down quite a bit this year. 
Is that lingering COVID impacts or something else? I think it's there's some lingering COVID impacts. Everybody's dealing with that. Everybody's dealing Everybody. with it. It's not just Starkville. It's not just Starkville. I mean, I saw A&M reported 100 and something the other day, but I saw a ton That's of empty not, seats yeah. there. So there, there will not be a great crowd for this Tennessee State. No. Game. Maybe 45,000, 40,000 tops. It'll if, be solid. If they beat Auburn, is. you'll have more, but... Nobody wants to come watch yeah. that and at 11 a.m. At 11 a.m., no. But that said, I think the Egg Bowl will be a good crowd. Yeah. I think it'll be a good crowd. I'll say 55,000. Garrett Mills, my sister is expecting her first child. Her last name is Champion. Should the baby be named Natty in honor of the national championship this year? Well, Robbie Falk would tell you that Natty is a great name for her. I'm a big fan of the name Natty. Yeah. Natty Champion, though, I I mean, I don't know that I would do that. Uh, That'd be pretty cool. I mean, it's kind of cool, but at the same time, I don't know. It's a, it is it is a bit much. It's a bit extra, but I you know, I'd I'd laugh. Yeah. Uh Kevin Wright, I had Arkansas fans hopping in Twitter threads last weekend. Is it okay to rebuke replies to threads that aren't rumblings questions? You can rebuke whoever you want. This is a free country. Yeah, exactly. Fight them. Challenge them to a fight. Will there be more US or Mexican fans in Cincinnati for the United States men's national team World Cup qualifying match this week and predictions? Um Cincinnati means that you might have more American fans. It really is something when they play these games close closer to Mexico and there's half the crowd or more is, is the Mexican fans and they're just viciously booing our players and throwing things at them. It's, it's, it's tough to watch. Yeah, In Cincinnati, though, it should be more American fans. Predictions? I just hope Christian Pulisic doesn't play. That's all I'll say. Well, I won't be watching. I know so. you won't be watching. All right, uh, i got a few more questions here. John says, what are we doing here? Since 2015, excluding trips to Tuscaloosa, State is two and five, wearing white jerseys and maroon and pants, maroon pants, but 12 and seven in all whites. It's an, a good-looking uniform, but we have to get rid of the maroon pants. I think the all white is the way to go. The all that. white is the way to go. I agree. Forest Hughes, uh, so we sort of answered that question, so we'll move forward. Uh, we got a question here from the American Dream, Robbie. Do you mind if I talk like the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes? Please. All right. If you will. Hey, baby, what are your thoughts on Schultz for men? Especially the end scene. I believe anything where you don't have at least three inches of space between the knees and Schultz is unsavory, daddy. What say you? I love the show, by the way. So what he is saying there, daddy, is, well, hold on. You want three inches between the knee and where the... Who wants to see that much of your thigh? And, and the funny thing is... Dusty used to do that at times. Dusty Rose would wear them short shorts all the time. He may not look like the athlete of the day. Those hip huggers, if you I mean, will. If, if you will. Uh, they're hugging something else there, Daddy, too. We don't want to say that here on this family show. Uh, no, the shorts should go to your knees. The, the, your knee and the short should be at the same spot. Yeah, I, I went through a, a through a period where I wore some short shorts. Yeah, it's not shorts. a good look. No, especially when you have long, skinny legs. Yeah, I agree. Carter Bentley will wrap us up. When I was walking back to the house last night, when I was passing uh, the Grizz, the Grizz, the uh, the Grizz, the Grizz, Grissom, Grissom. I know where it is. Yeah, yeah. I rounded a corner and there was a skunk. Oh, it reared all around on me, and I haven't moved that fast in a long time. Have you ever had a surprise animal encounter? Yes, I was coming out of the on campus. Out of the SEAL building one night after interviews, I think it was uh, 2014 maybe, mm-hmm. during that number one year, mm-hmm. um, coming out of the, the building and there was a, there was my uh, 
my stage friend, the raccoon, mm-hmm. in the trash can. <laughs> and uh, Cedric Giles from Clinton, Mississippi, being the uh, country boy that he is, reached into the garbage can and grabbed the raccoon by the tail and said, I do this all the time, and like walked over to the side and just like threw him into the ditch. Mm-hmm. Like just no problem whatsoever, just walked over there, grabbed the, the raccoon by the tail and walked off with him. It's like, yeah, I've done this plenty of times. Yeah. Like it was nothing. Yeah. It was it was That's strange. Something. Both of mine, I was in my car, thankfully. One, I'm driving down Montgomery Street. I'm I'm almost where I used to live at this in this near this area in Montgomery and Gillespie, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, we are in the middle of Starkville, right? We are there's not a lot of trees in this area. A deer just shot out in front of my car. Yeah, it's like it happens all the time. In the middle of the city, of course. No, not so much. We're not in a you know metroplex. I, I'm not saying we're in New York or anything, but I was surprised to see a deer there. They're getting they're getting pretty they're getting ballsy. They're get, I mean, they're kind of just, just saying. The, the other mean, they're, one, they're they're like your friend now. It's I'm like, driving through my neighborhood. And I'm like, that's a big dog, and it was not a dog. It was a coyote. Oh, just and I was like, it it saw me and it took off, and I was like, that that was not a dog. Yeah. So we have some coyotes in our neighborhood. They're kind of dogs, but not really. I've also remember one night there was something tapping on my window, and I went I moved the curtain. And there was a possum hanging right there. Just, oh, I hate which possums. scared the the crap out of me. They're just giant rats. They are, they are. I hate I hate possums. Yeah, we had a we had a mama possum one time in the backyard with a bunch of little babies, marsupials. Mar- they're, they're marsupials. That's correct. That they're technically correct. not rats, but they pretty much are. Kind of, yeah. All right. Anything that has a tail like that is a rat. I got you. I got you. All right. Tomorrow. Oh, one last question from Carter. Will either of us be at Midget Wrestling at Rick's? First off, is it still called Midget Wrestling? Aren't they little people now? No, it's still Midget Wrestling. Okay. Uh, no, I won't be there. Uh, I went a time or two back in the day. But oh, I've been. I'm not going to yeah. be there tonight, though. So, All right. Tomorrow's show, we'll dive into Mississippi State-Auburn, plus we'll talk MSU basketball. We'll do a little preview on that uh, as well. And, of course, tomorrow should be the first appearance of the year of our one and only correspondent on this show, Future Brian. Yeah, and we'll have women's basketball is tonight as we speak. Yeah. Uh, so we'll have we'll have some kind of – inclination of what this yeah. team might look like against a, a team that isn't Mississippi College. Yeah. Who are they playing? It's a, it's a SWAC Alabama team. State. Alabama State, yeah. So. This sad, this Friday is the real challenge. South Dakota, South Dakota, I think it's South Dakota. Mm-hmm. Maybe South Dakota State. I get the two messed up. Yeah. I hate that, too, because we always get mad at people that get Mississippi State. And yeah, I know. But, but that's a really good program. All right, so we'll see what happens. So. All right, guys, have a great one. We'll talk to you again soon. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning. On Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.